What's up everybody, Chris here from Chris Gates Fitness. I'm back with another episode and I'm super excited for you all to listen to this interview that I did over the weekend with uh, one of my best friends. His name is Andy Dinah and he has taken quarantine and the last few months to really do uh, an amazing body transformation. Andy has lost over 30 pounds now at this point and he's done it in a way that is super sustainable and something that I think a lot of you can benefit from hearing just because he's really put a bunch of simple pieces of a plan in place and used it to find that consistency and create amazing change. In this interview, we talk about how quarantine has been for him, uh, what that has looked like in his area of the country, um, how he's kind of built his own home gym, what made him decide to start getting active and, and pursuing weight loss. Uh, we talk about what his training looks like now, what his training used to look like. We do the same for nutrition as well, talk about what his nutrition looks like now as compared to the past. And uh, we, we finish things off with Andy giving all of you some really good advice as to what he has found success in doing and how you might be able to apply that if this is something you're trying to do. So I don't want to delay any longer. Let's get right into the interview. Like I said, I really think you guys are going to love it. Um, please subscribe if you haven't already. Please share this episode with a friend and uh, I hope you enjoy my conversation uh, with my buddy Andy. Because like I am legitimately interested in hearing about everything that you've been doing. We've been texting back and forth a little bit, but like since we've been quarantined, I haven't gotten to see you or like actually talk to you very much about what you've been doing. So I have an idea of it, but I don't, I don't know all the details. Um, but like, I first wanted to talk about just what quarantine has been like for you. Cause I know it's different based on state and then like based on the region within your state, like here in Pittsburgh, we were given more flexibility before Philadelphia area was and like different parts of the state, you can do different things. So like, what's it like in the Cleveland area right now? So uh, things started opening back up in the last like week and a half or so. So okay. I think like uh, restaurants, retail, all that good stuff. Um, obviously with the social distancing and everything, in place. I haven't experienced any of that yet because I'm not super eager to get back out there. <laughs> yeah, understandable. About, about as eager as I was before. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. But I, I mean, I think we're in the same boat as a lot of the other states. Yeah. Um, like how much has it changed for you both? Like, I guess I'm interested in work-wise and then also just lifestyle so honestly not a whole lot has changed um i've still been going into work every day full time um we didn't slow down or shut down at all so i mean that's i mean good and bad mm -hmm. <laughs> we're uh i mean we're practicing social distancing and all that crap we went to mandatory masks like two weeks ago um i wear gloves anyway um we like uh you know sanitize our work area every morning just all that good stuff. Um, so really, outside of that, not a whole lot's changed aside from maybe just staying home on the weekends. Mm -hmm. 
And uh, I mean, I avoid going out anyways. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, the funny thing is that one of my goals this year was to uh, get out more. <laughs> How was it really? Yeah, it's not working out. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe this the back half of the year it'll work out. Hopefully. So yeah, it's just work and come home. That's about it. Okay. Yeah, I mean, um, the the big reason I wanted to talk to you on the podcast was because you have um, during this time of quarantine, when I think most people are going in the opposite direction, you've actually been able to lose a bunch of weight, lose over 30 pounds. Um, and so I didn't realize you were working pretty much, I mean, the circumstances at work have changed, but you're still going into work every day. Um, do you think that's helped in terms of, you know, being able to maintain some type of normalcy while also, you know, working out and dieting and, and whatnot? Yeah, absolutely. Because, um, obviously that routine every day stayed the same. So I didn't really have to readjust my schedule or, reacclimate to being home all day, which you know was fortunate. Um, and actually I moved to a position earlier this year, um, where I'm on my feet eight plus mm-hmm. hours a day. And that's coming off of sitting at a desk for nine years. So you're so, burning a, a few more calories, a couple. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I think the whole, as a whole, it's definitely helped me keep on track. Yeah. Um, it's interesting. It's like when, when people are in the nine to five, just regular daily lifestyle that we were used to up until March, um, the challenge for a lot of people in like trying to accomplish a fitness goal or trying to lose weight or something like that has been, it's so difficult because it's, I either have to work out before work and get up super early, or I have to muster up the energy to do it afterward. Um, and, and now I feel like people have more flexibility in their time. Obviously there's not the access to most gyms that, that help people out. Um, but now there's more flexibility in time and it's just posing new challenges because, you're at home, your kitchen is maybe your home office as well. And there's a pantry full of food. There's a fridge full of food and a ton of stuff that you can reach for whenever you want. And obviously this is stressful too. So it encourages, um, I guess, stress eating and stuff like that. Um, so I don't know, it's weird. Like I thought maybe people would be able to take advantage of this situation and, uh, make progress, but I think it's just presented a whole new batch of challenges. Um, for you still working the nine to five, like what has been your routine in getting your workouts in? Like wh- when do you do that? What do your workouts look like? W- describe all that for me. So with the new position, I'm actually getting off of work right, well, right now at uh, 3.45, in maybe in April, we had switched to 345. Before that, I was getting off at 315. So even now I'm getting home by four. Um, so I get home, I'll take care of the dog. And then I'm usually downstairs working out by five o'clock. 
Nice. And then, um, you know, put in the hour, hour and a half, whatever it ends up being. And I'm usually cooking dinner and eating by like six thirty-seven. That's a pretty so, good routine. So I've been keeping up with that every day, about same time every day. Nice. What, um, what was the overarching piece for you that made you want to, you know, lose the weight that you have over 30 pounds at this point? What, what was there that motivated you to actually start doing that? Uh, can I say a swear word or just one? You can say as many as you want. Yeah. <laughs> uh, just in general, I'm trying to get my shit together. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, like I said, I moved to that uh, position at work where I'm on my feet all day. And I know I asked you for advice early on, like, what can you do to make this better for me? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, there was nothing. So thank you. <laughs> I just responded one word, nothing. Good luck. Do it yourself. <laughs> Dr. Scholes. <laughs> that actually was true. Yeah, because that was, yeah, that's right. Early on, you uh, like that transition from desk job to being on your feet was, um, kind of a shock to the system. Jarring. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know um, how much atrophy was being done to my legs over the years, but yeah, but they do. Uh, we get, we get free insoles twice a year. So they oh, provided great. that. So nice. that was nice. Yeah. I guess it's worth it. <laughs> that's worth the whole, the whole shock to the system. So was yeah. it like kind of responding to, that new position and having to be more physically active. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, it took me a couple weeks to get used to it. Like end of the first week I was, uh, I was faking bathroom breaks so I could go sit down. (laughs) (laughs) You gotta do what you gotta do. Everything hurt. And I didn't realize that much of your body could be sore just from standing. Yeah. (laughs) But I mean, that's, and, and I feel like a huge baby complaining about it because obviously there's people that do it every day and have been for years and years and they probably don't complain about it. And I tried really hard not to, but you know, a couple of weeks in, I started to get comfortable and then I started thinking, you know, I probably need to be in a little better shape. <laughs> and, uh, around the same time I had a couple of my other buddies who were getting back into working out and, uh, just kind of got me motivated. Nice. So what are your, um, so you got more active at work, uh, your routine pretty much stayed the same with work where you were able to come home, uh, at an earlier hour than I think the regular nine to five, obviously, and you kind of get right into that workout. So what do your workouts look like? Like how many days are you getting after it? And, and, um, like, how are you training? So pretty much every day, um, I'm doing, uh, your, uh, 21 day plan. And this is, uh, I'm at the tail end of my fifth time through, I believe. Holy shit. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So I've just been, uh, cycling through that. I started adding in a recovery week. Nice. Um, the start of each uh, 21 day period now or whatever it ends up being. Um, yeah. Doing that every day. So those are like the training for the 21 day program is it's kind of, it's mostly bodybuilding type of exercises. Like it's not, it's not, um, like high intensity cardio or like CrossFit type of stuff. It's pretty much just like helping you work all the muscle groups. And then there's some cardio built into there. I'm pumped to hear that you do the, 
recovery week in between because I, I actually um, was trying to promote that uh, about 21 days after I put that program out there. I put an article out about a recovery week because if anybody was doing that, I wanted them to kind of have a recovery week before you get back on it. But um, I feel like that I, when I wrote that, I thought that was a program that people could do over and over and over again. Have you like, have you tweaked anything about it or have you changed anything about it as you've gone through it? Uh, a little bit. Yeah. Like, uh, some of the days there's a few things I shouldn't say a few, maybe like one or two things I'll add in. Um, obviously you had that nice list of, uh, alternate exercises that you can do. Yeah. Um, if you don't have the equipment to do, uh, you know, specific ones. So. Actually, I have those printed out, um, hanging on the wall. Nice. So I could just see them real quick. But um, I pretty much copied all that into my own spreadsheet and renamed it. So, so you're gonna sell? You're gonna sell your own version of the program? Is that I probably won't sell it. I I have a little bit of a conscience. <laughs> <laughs> Too I, I did. I did rename it DynaFit. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I would buy it. I would buy it just for the name. But I did that just so I could track uh, progress and like increases as small as they may be right now. But yeah, so if you so your weight's gone down, have you also seen the weight go up for for different movements that you've been lifting? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, obviously, not a whole lot because I'm eating at a deficit, but yeah, definitely making progress. That's even good. even if it's just like a rep or two. I know you mention that all the time. Even if it's just a rep or two, it's still still something. Yeah, it's huge. I mean, it's an extra rep using the same weight is proof that you're building some type of strength or muscle behind the scenes. So, um, that's awesome. Yeah. And you mentioned equipment. So I, I saw, I had seen your home gym set up long before this and like what you had, and it has completely transformed over the last few months. So tell me uh, more about the equipment that you got and how you've been using it. All right. So let me start off with the stuff that I had prior to this year. Um, so I had an adjustable bench, you know, it can incline, decline, um, adjustable height, uh, barbell and a set of plates, uh, the Dick's beginner special pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> I got that too. Yeah. <laughs> um, I had, uh, I have an ancient set of uh, standard size plates and um, adjustable dumbbell handles and a pull-up bar. And that was all I had uh, prior to 2020. And that was getting very, very sporadic use over the <laughs> last 10 years, I think I bought it. Um, and probably the last time I had used it was, I think, four years ago. Really? So it was like buried under boxes and the other side of my basement was covered in dust. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, I mean, you've added since then, I know you got the pulley, which you've been using a lot. Um, yeah, I like that thing a lot. That thing's awesome, man. The pulley is so clutch. Like I, well, I think we both happened to pick that up like right before the home gym equipment boom happened with the quarantine and coronavirus and everything. Cause I got mine for 50 bucks and it has allowed me to do probably 10 to 15 extra movements in the house that I never would have been able to do before. And it's amazing how if you just pick up something small like that, it could totally change what you're able to do. And, uh, yeah, I've been, 
I've been hammering that hard with people. If anybody, I get people reaching out all the time asking like, what type of equipment should I get? And, and I, I tell if, if anybody has some type of weight that they can loop up in a pulley, I tell them to get the pulley. I saw a lot of uh, like DIY ones people had made online, just like from stuff from the hardware store. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, even if you don't want to spend 50 bucks, you could probably do it for like 20. Yeah, I actually have been trying to figure out how, because the, the pulley is from high to low. And I've been trying to figure out, I know companies that sell those also sell an attachment to make a like a horizontal pull. And uh, I was at Lowe's trying to get the equipment to just build that piece of it myself. But I think I need a longer cable so that it can run through both of the pulleys. Gotcha. That, that would be cool, though. Yeah. I'm not super handy, so um, <laughs> I might still end up just buying it when it comes back online. But uh, yeah, I mean, like I have a pair of adjust- adjustable dumbbells, the Bowflex ones that I got for 260 270 a couple of years ago. And I I saw them on Amazon for a thousand bucks. It's insane how much home gym equipment has just skyrocketed. It's like not even fair. They shouldn't be able to do that. Yeah, I was looking on... Uh... Facebook marketplace and like Craigslist just for, uh, well, I was looking for a set of dumbbells earlier this year. And, uh, if you look now, people were selling like a set of two, like a pair of 25 pound dumbbells and they're asking like 90, hundred bucks for it. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I could have made, I could have made a killing the last couple months. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. If you wouldn't have gotten started, you could have made probably thousands of dollars selling off the gym equipment. I could have put this off for a while and just, (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah. So, okay. So you got the, the pulley, um, and what else did you get? Uh, set of dumbbells. I got good deal on Amazon. Um, nothing super heavy, just pairs of five to 25, but I got it for 150 bucks and it came with a stand. Yeah. That's nice. Um, I bought a dip station. I bought, um, I bought a trainer stand for my bike so I could use it as a stationary. In the oh, basement. that's smart. Yeah, because um, I was looking for exercise bikes used as well, but didn't really have a good way to transport them if I did find one. So the trainer stand I was able to get um, pretty cheap too. So that that's definitely pretty clutch. I've never used that before. Do, do you like? Does it feel like you get in good cardio with it? Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> How does it suck? Because it works. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's uh, it's not going to tell you like calories burned and distance, but if you can get a good workout on it, that's all that matters. Well, I also bought a uh, a tracker that hooks onto the back wheel, and it has like little sensors on the pedal and then on the spoke, so it'll track cadence and speed and give you a rough idea of uh, distance. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, because I was just going by calories, but I kind of wanted to get a better idea of what I was actually doing. How much did one of those? How much does that run you? I think that was 60. The wow. brand the brand is Wahoo. Okay. See, I mean, like, that's the type of stuff, like getting creative and figuring out how you can do things at home. That's a perfect example of getting creative because you could spend $250, $300 or more on a spin bike, or you could get that stand for it and the sensor for... <laughs> probably under a hundred bucks and you got one because you already have a bike at home. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't want to spend a ton of money. And actually, um, the bike is my sister's old bike that she let me borrow for college. 
Oh, and nice. I, I used it once. <laughs> so it, it's all been this si- old equipment is coming back to benefit you, man. So it's been sitting in my garage in. Wouldn't you know that like a month after I start using it, she's like, hey, do you have my old bike? It's <laughs> always how it works. So my my youngest niece started riding and obviously she wanted to ride bikes with her and I'm like, yeah, you can have it back if you need it. But they ended up buying a new bike, so I didn't have to worry about it. That's good. Yeah. I would have just avoided the message altogether. I thought about it, but <laughs> But that's not I'm nice. Like, what bike? <laughs> Yeah, so um, trainer stand. I bought um, a squat rack that right. has uh, the safety safety arms and all that on it. Because I wasn't super comfortable doing them off the back of my bench, even though I could get it high enough. Yeah. So get a little peace of mind there. And plus, uh, my basement ceiling is not tall enough for a uh, full rack. So. Oh right. So the squat rack squat rack I picked out works pretty well. And then I also got a pair of. Uh, Spotter arm stands these with my bench. Oh yeah, nice. Those Just are the ones uh, that kind of come out along the sides in case you have to bail out of a bench. Yep, and you can move them around, uh, adjust up and down. So I mean, I I live alone and I work out by myself, so I'm trying to do as everything as safely as I can. And yeah, kill myself. Yeah, that'd be annoying. <laughs> that would be uh, that would go against the principles of the 21 day program. Would be to. There's nothing in there about accidental death. (laughs) (laughs) I got to write that in before somebody else buys it. Yeah. Just to keep myself protected against. Try not to crush yourself. Yeah. It's it's generally recommended is to survive the workout. Um, So I live my day to day. (laughs) Try not to die. Try not to die and come back and do it again. What uh, before you started uh, lifting again and everything, like, what was your level of physical activity like? What did that look like? Because we, I mean, you talked before about how at work it was a desk job, but like, were you doing anything outside of work, you know, workout wise? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Like, I think I mentioned uh, last time I was like lifting weights and stuff was actually not even four years ago. Four years ago, when I was trying to lose weight, I was just, uh, watching what I eat mm-hmm. and not exercising. So it's been even longer than that. So aside from like cutting the grass and um, playing Beat Saber and VR, that's, <laughs> that's, that's about all the... <laughs> yeah. Oh, here's another thing. I, I would get too tired playing VR. Like I couldn't stand for like two hours. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> like that's sad. Yeah, that's a sobering moment. But you used it for change, so it's good. So, yeah, I mean, that was about the extent of it prior to uh, this year. Um, You mentioned like previous uh, attempts at losing weight and whatnot. How how does this look different than when you've given it a go in the past? I can't exactly explain why, but I feel differently this time. Like, I don't feel like it's a chore or it's like, I don't dread any part of it anymore. Like I... I look forward to coming home and working out now. I enjoy it, which is, I think is gross because <laughs> that, that's never been me as a person. And yeah. uh, I I figured you're going to ask that. And I just I've had a hard time trying to put my finger on why. But mm-hmm. I'm not doing anything that's um, that I don't feel is sustainable. I know you talk about that a lot. Sustainability. 
Right, right. And uh, I, I just feel like this time it's... I I just, I know I could keep doing it. Yeah. And now that this yeah. is going to be public record, I kind of have to. <laughs> so not going to lie, dude, like I wanted that as part of this. So we're, rec- we're actually recording this on the weekend that we were supposed to be on a friend trip in Deep Creek. And I know like a lot of the group was kind of a couple months ago, starting to get a little more active and get ready for that trip. And, um, you made, you made some joke cause we had to reschedule it and push it back to September. And yeah. you made some joke about like, well, if we don't go, then I could stop lifting or something like that. Something similar to that. Well, I, said I was like, we... no, we're getting, we're getting you on a podcast. Cause I'm, I'm going to hold you accountable to this. Yeah. I think I said, if we reschedule for next Memorial day, I don't have to start again until January. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, no, we're not letting that happen. But yeah, one of my, uh, actually the main goal I gave myself this year was lose uh, 30 pounds by this weekend for the trip. And I hit 30 pounds early last week. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's, that is, that's an insane amount of weight. And it's, it's like 32, 33 at this point, right? Uh, I'm at 33 pounds this morning. That's awesome. So have you been weighing yourself every morning? Is that how you've been doing the weigh-ins? Just about. Yeah. So I'll, I use uh, my fitness pal to track, um, calories and weight. So I've been using that, uh, logging my weight every day just so I could see the trend line. Yeah. Um, so what is your nutrition look like? What does it look like now? And I guess kind of like what we were just talking about with exercise, how does that compare to how you used to uh, eat? All right. So we'll start with how I used to eat. Okay. And this is, <laughs> Uh, all right, here we go. <laughs> so, so uh, poorly. <laughs> okay, so in one word, poorly. Uh, in more words, a uh, typical day would see me leaving work and getting fast food on the way home. Mm-hmm. Like I pass McDonald's every day to and from work. So like I'd be spending like 14, 15 bucks a meal at McDonald's or wherever, which is a lot of fast food. Yeah. So I wasn't, I was barely cooking. Um, so fast food or pizza almost every day. <laughs> and I would usually take a nap after <laughs> <laughs> and then play video games and then have an awful night's sleep. Oh uh, yeah. <clears throat> uh, weekends were about the same. Um, definitely wasn't great and kind of embarrassing to admit, but that's where I was at. Well, we've all had those. Your dog agrees. It was embarrassing. <laughs> it's just ridiculous. Sorry, he's mad. It's okay. Um, no, I mean, I think everybody's had those like periods of time too. I remember personally. It's okay. Do you want? Do you need to stop? We could stop, and if you need to check on him. No, he's good. I think the mailman's outside or something. Oh, the damn mailman! Um, I told him not to come now. <laughs> I told him I would be podcasting. Uh, I remember in college that I got to a point where the drive through at Taco Bell knew the time that my car would pull through the drive through line and just they would just have my order ready. Tim and I had a Taco Bell tab. 
and we would what is al- that? <laughs> we would just alternate back and forth who bought because we would both spend the same amount each time. Oh no! I think in college I went over an entire semester of not cooking for myself. Wow! My last semester of college, I graduated weighing two ten. Okay, and compare that to now. To, what's your weight now? One fifty seven. Yeah. So, damn, that's insane. It was bad. So, ten, well, ten. okay. So, just I guess <clears throat> compare that to now. Like, what? So, what? What's nutrition look like? You look like for you on a daily basis? Oh, much better. Good. <laughs> um. So, I'm not really doing anything specific or. Not even super hardcore about it. Basically, I'm. I set myself at uh, two thousand calories a day. Uh, usually, I'm coming in under that. Uh, typically, around eighteen hundred. And I've been doing HelloFresh since January. Oh, nice! I've, I've not done that before. Uh, I, I'm guessing you like it. Yeah, I do. Um, it just makes things a lot easier because you can pick two or three meals a week, and that it's uh, two servings per meal. So that covers dinner for the whole week. Nice. Uh, they lay out other nutritional facts, um, the calories and all that. So it's all spelled out for you. All that stuff is already in my fitness pal. <laughs> yeah. Which is great, right? Like I, people, if you don't track your food and you want to lose some weight, it's, it can, it is really, really actually kind of stupid easy with my fitness pal. Almost anything is in there at this point. Yeah. I haven't really come across anything that I wasn't able to find. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I would say HelloFresh is about as close to easy mode as I have gotten just cause it's like, it's just, there it is. Cook it and log it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not super picky about food. Like I'd be fine eating like chicken and rice and some veggies every day, but so yeah, are you, really... is it easy for you to eat the same things kind of over and over again? Yeah, it doesn't bother me. Me even now I'm cooking every other day, which is kind of annoying, but <laughs> I'd be all right two or three times a week and just you know, eating the same thing wouldn't be If you can standardize things like that, then it makes it really easy to just take little bits away from whatever those consistent meals you have are cuz then you really don't even have to diligently track everything all the time, you'll, you'll know as more or less how many calories you're getting in a meal. And then you can just take away, you don't have to really track it, but just understand, okay, I got to take a little here, a little there, and, and I'm going to be eating less. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, that's, that's definitely helped me keep on track. And obviously with, uh, with everything going on with, um, COVID and everything, I was a lot less inclined to get takeout or fast food or anything like that. Like I haven't had the last thing I had anything delivered to my house was um, the beginning of March. I had Chipotle. <laughs> so I haven't had any like takeout, any delivery this whole time. Mm-hmm. And I don't necessarily miss it. Like I would definitely love to kill some Taco Bell. Like I would probably plan a day around it, but <laughs> <laughs> but I'm doing all right without it. Not yeah. really craving anything like that. I, I would imagine substituting things like HelloFresh and cooking for yourself aside from the fast food runs like that alone probably increases your energy levels over time. I got to imagine you feel more energized and, and, and whatnot. 
Yeah. So if you want to talk about caffeine during the day, um, sitting at my desk job, I would probably go through two or three like Contigo mugs of coffee per day. It's pretty big. Like I'd be sipping on coffee all day and now I'm like one small cup in the morning and that's it. That's awesome. And I'm, and, and that probably helps with, cause you said before that your, uh, you know, your, your sleep at night was pretty poor. So, you know, starting the day with caffeine and then just having that be it, I, that that's going to help you at night with sleep. Is your sleep improved? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, like I still, like I'll drink a Coke zero with dinner mm-hmm. and I know that's a little later than your recommendation, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What did I, I think I said like two or three. Yeah. I'm like, what time at night should I stop having caffeine? You're like three. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> three in the afternoon, not night. Yeah. Cause in the evening I like to like play a game or watch TV and sip on a Coke. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Just say I have you in the back of my head going, don't do it. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, that's, that's still, I don't know. There's probably like 50 milligrams of caffeine in a can of Coke, um, which is something. Um, maybe not even that much actually. I don't know. Cause 50 might be like a cup of coffee, but, um, Coke zero, 34 milligrams, 34 milligrams. Okay. So yeah. that's like h- half a cup of coffee in the evening. But if you, if, if it's just that as compared to those huge mugs of coffee that you're having all day, those will, you would have caffeine in your system well into the night and when you're trying to go to bed. Yeah. Yeah. And then, um, I was going to say too, I typically don't eat a lunch or a breakfast. And that's not really necessarily a strategy towards weight loss. That's just how I've operated for the last 10 years. And I, and I'm so fine. You, like you don't eat both or one or the other you skip. I uh, usually neither. Oh, really? Wow. So you basically fast all day until the evening. Yeah. If I do have anything, I'll have like a protein bar or something small at lunch, but okay. like I, I'm not, I don't really get hungry during the day. Like, I guess my body's just used to it this, at this point. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, that intermittent fasting early in the day is a, is a great, easy way to just allow you to have more calories later in the day. And since you can do that, those calories will make you feel full. So you'll still kind of get that sensation of being full, but over the course of the day, you're, you're eating less than you're burning. Yeah. Even at night too, I'm not really feeling the need to snack or like, I'm pretty satisfied after I have my dinner, like Mm -hmm. good to go for the rest of the night. Nice. And then um, I'll I'll have like a scoop of protein half hour before a workout just so there's something in my system. And then, uh, oh, hello. <laughs> the dog's on the podcast now. I came to visit. And then um, one or two scoops after the workout okay. and dinner. And then if I feel like a little snack, I'll have a little snack. But that's definitely helped me stay under the calorie goal for the day. Yeah. And I don't feel like I'm starving myself or depriving myself of energy or anything like that. I feel good. Good. That's, I mean, that that's what works for me. Yeah, I think that can work for a lot of people. For whatever reason, I think that the coffee in the morning, if, if you just have coffee and get over that first little peak where you might feel hungry uh, and, and you just drink coffee instead... I don't know what it is about it, but I feel like that helps kind of suppress appetite. And then you can go for quite a while until you have the next meal. I, 
I think it's worth a shot for anybody. If, if weight loss is something you're trying to do again, that's maybe another strategy to help you from having to track every single calorie early on is just cut out breakfast and just have coffee and then have your next couple meals. Don't replace breakfast as the day goes on. Don't replace all of that, but just remove it. Um, I think can kind of be sustainable to at least get you started. I played around with it a little bit too. Like I'll, like I tried a couple of days with like having a lunch or a small breakfast and I don't really feel any different. So I'm not hungry. I'm not going to eat. Yeah. Yeah. Just listen to your body. Um, well, the last thing I have is just like, are there any recommendations that you have or advice for people trying to do what you're doing? Um, and just being able to stay consistent with a program and, um, you know, see that progress over time. Yeah. Uh, a few things. Um, I would say definitely track your progress if it's calorie intake or weight or, um, like your exercises, I would say, keep track of it just because I know for me seeing that trend, whatever the numbers may be trending up and down over time is definitely motivation. And I think, um, helps you keep on, keep on point for the most part. It gives you something a little more tangible because it's hard to see change in the mirror looking every day. Yeah. Um, I think, uh, honestly, the food is the easiest part of it for me. Like if you eat less, <laughs> <laughs> it's just that, move more, eat less that that'll do it. Like I, I would probably be at the same weight, not having exercise this whole time. Probably wouldn't look as good, but I mean, you could do it just, just watching your calories, I think. And that's, that's a huge part of it. Then, yeah, I, I agree with you. I think if you if you can get the nutrition piece down, exercise is kind of what makes it happen quicker. Um, but if you had to do one or the other and be dialed in with it, I, I would say nutrition is more important because it. I mean, it's going to help you lose weight, obviously, but like getting the quality of foods in you is going to promote other, you know, long-term health benefits and, and make you just feel better. Like a lot of what you've already said with having more energy and getting better sleep and all that stuff. I think that's, a, that's, that's the really big piece. And then I think my other piece of advice is something you told me and that's do everything you can to keep your consistency every day. Mm. So whatever it takes to maintain that and you know, for me, it's working out at the same time every day. And I gave myself the rule of uh, no video games and no TV until I work out and make dinner for the day. Nice. And I'm holding myself to that because if I sit down on the couch after I get home, it's it's all over. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing's happening after that. Yeah, you got to almost like put yourself in a situation where you force yourself to earn whatever that thing is. And, and that's how I'm treating it. That's awesome. And uh, I feel feel good about it. I mean, <laughs> but I, I think anyone can do it. Like I'm the, I don't want to say lazy, but I'm not like Mr. Fitness and I never have been. Like, like, like I said, I like video games and I like having Taco Bell delivered to my house. <laughs> <laughs> I think the last time I saw you was maybe December 
in person and I had right around that time, I think I had it delivered twice in the same week. <laughs> really? But I don't know. You've come I, a I long think, way. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, anyone, I think anyone can do it. You just got to be willing to put the work in. It's not, not without the effort. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I mean, I think too often we are given the impression or get this impression that immediate of immediate change and instant results. And it's just, it's not the case for, for almost everyone. It's not the case. Like you have to put in, cause I remember in college, man, I would try so many times to lift, to like get stronger. And I would go with different friends we had from the, uh, from school to the gym. And like, I would do it for two or three weeks and I'd be like, well, I'm not getting bigger. So this is stupid. <laughs> but like, if you just go a little bit longer, go a month, go two months, you'll see that the, the progress is eventually going to start happening. And the more consistent you get, just it, it kind of snowballs in the direction that you want. And in the grand scheme of things, considering how long I've been making more unhealthy choices. Like it's only been three months, but I, I definitely can see results. Like I think I look better. Like oh, a hundred percent you do. Yeah. Cause you posted just the other day, you posted, um, a picture of like 30 pounds down and like you're getting jacked. Like you have arms now and you, you, you had a, you, you had a before and after of your face. My head was fat. <laughs> Dude, even like just looking at you here as we're recording this, like you're so, it, it, you've leaned out in your face. It's very, very obvious and, and you're getting more muscular. So you, there's, there's a, there's a clear and obvious uh, progress that you've made. So this may be a little TMI, but um, <laughs> I trimmed my chest this morning. There you go. There you and go. I, I could see pecs. Like That's there's, what I'm talking there's, about. There's pecs there. They were under there. They were hiding. Not just, not just boobs. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. No, that's awesome, man. So uh, what's what's next then? Like, are, are you going to keep this going? Or are you going to transition and, and, and try other things? What, what do you think's next? Uh, so I'm going to stick to the same workout plan, I think, for now. Um, I, I'm enjoying doing it. Maybe I'll tweak it a little bit as I go. Um, probably I think I'm going to stick around the same calorie amount for another couple months, lean out a little more. I still want to try to lose the gut and just get a little more defined because I never have been. <laughs> so I, I definitely think this pace I can keep going. Nice. And then maybe, man. then maybe down the line, start eating a little more and. I don't know. Do do gains? Is that what they say? It's uh, yeah. It's, you spell it with a Z at the end. You spell it with a Z. That's the uh, scientific term. Yeah, gains. Yeah, that's where the real fun begins. Is when you transition into <clears throat> um, building muscle, and you get to eat a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more, but like do it in a controlled way and understand that the weight that you're gaining is all good weight. Like that's that's my favorite area to be in. Oh, can I share one more thing? I would love that. Okay. Uh, my other piece of advice would be to uh, share your progress. Um, I'm not necessarily saying like on Instagram and, you know, 
not not starting like a fitness journey instagram or whatever but um even just with your friends i mean one the accountability is huge i mean it's been Mm -hmm. keeping me on track because you get that i don't want to say guilt but you get that nagging in the back of your head like i need to keep doing this yeah yeah and um obviously the feedback feels good like uh you asked me a few weeks ago how my training was going and I was having a crappy day, <laughs> horrible morning. And, um, you asked me that and I started talking to you about it a little bit, just texting, but you know, it made me feel a little better and get a little more motivated. And then I think that night I sent you that picture. I think it was the first picture I sent you probably in a couple months. Yeah. And, and you're like, wow, or whatever. You're like, wowie. I forget what you said. <laughs> I don't think I said wowie. I don't I think, think I said, said wowie. I think it was wowie. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, all right screw it. I'm going to post it on Instagram and just give a little update and got a lot of positive feedback. And obviously that felt good. And I'm not, I'm not a real big, like, look at me kind of person, but yeah, I don't know. There you go. <laughs> yeah. It's good to have people that can hold you accountable and like sharing that's difficult. But I think if you're committed to working hard and, and do and sticking to the process, like you are, um, you're likely to find that the feedback will be positive and it's just going to encourage you to, to do more and work harder. But yeah, I remember that first picture you sent me and I was like, who is this dude? Like, that's <laughs> my, my, my friend. That's not the friend that I remember. Like you, you had arms then like you, and then you posted another one and your arms got bigger and I'm like, no, no, no. Okay. Now I like, don't like this because his arms are getting bigger than mine. And if we show up at the lake and Dinah's more jacked than me, I'm going to be real pissed. I got more time now. You're in trouble. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's that's scary to think. What's it? May. So you have June, July, August still and part of September. I don't, I don't like that at all. Oh, that's good motivation. <laughs> yeah. Well, thanks for jumping on here to, to talk about it. I think, uh, you know, anybody else that is trying to lose weight or make a transformation can, can benefit from hearing about what you've done and kind of how you've simplified things to just be able to stay consistent and make the progress that you're, you're looking for. So I appreciate it. No, thank you for having me on. This was pretty cool. Well, that wraps it up. I hope you guys enjoyed that interview. Like I said, I think Andy provided a lot of really good and useful information that you can take and apply to yourself. If this is something that you want to try and do and take advantage of the situation that we're in and and try and create a body transformation, try and create a healthier, happier you. Um, As always, if you know, if you feel like you need help with some doing something like this and you feel like maybe online coaching might be something that you're interested in, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. I would love to just talk to you um, and see what your goals are and see if we might be a good fit uh, to, to ha- have me help you get to wherever your goals may be. Um, this is a, a passion of mine and I love helping people become happier, healthier, and stronger. And uh, that that's, that's why Chris Gates Fitness exists. So, Uh, please reach out if that's something you're interested in. I am a coach and I coach people to all different types of goals. Uh, You can find more information about coaching on my website. I have a coaching page. You can also reach out to me on really any platform. I'm on everything. I'm on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube. Um, There's more than enough ways for you to get in touch with me and we can begin that conversation. So 
I hope you enjoyed this. Uh, I hope to hear from you. And uh, I, uh, I look forward to doing more episodes like these. You know, something I was thinking when I was talking to Andy was, I wonder if there are other people out there that want to talk about their fitness journey, you know, whether you've had a big success or whether you are trying to figure out how to find success. Um, just having people on the podcast to talk about your goals, talk about what you've done, talk about where you'd like to go and see if there's anything I can do to help. So, uh, if you've listened to this and you thought, Hey, I'd, I'd like to jump on and, and maybe do a podcast, uh, get in touch with me and, and let's talk about that too. So that'll wrap it up for this one. I'm looking forward to doing more of these and I will be back again with you guys, uh, with another episode next week. So thanks for listening. I'll talk to you again soon. See ya.